0: Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business Show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. Always love having Joseph Muse on the program, show favorite, personal favorite, someone who makes me feel smarter after I'm uh, done with every interview with him (laughs) because I always walk away knowing more than when I began. His company, which is BusinessGPSLLC.com, does something that nobody out there does, which is really provide a comprehensive approach to solve businesses' problems when they're really struggling. And uh, it, it, it's, it's truly holistic, it's comprehensive. And what's phenomenal about it is that, uh, unlike most businesses in this space that are selling advice, and you always wonder, uh, how much advice do I have to to buy uh, before I no longer need them? Because they want you to always need them. This this company, Business GPS LLC, uh, with Joseph Muse, uh, who Joseph Muse is with, they're only making money if you're saving money or making money. That's how they make money. It's a, it's an incredibly bold concept, uh, but they literally put their money where their mouth is by. Uh, uh, giving you the necessary resources and time to help you get where you want to be. It's a phenomenal business model. And every time Joseph is on the show, he'll remind us that, you know, when he developed this over a decade ago, he thought, surely there would be other competitors eventually. There's not. And the reason why is because most people don't believe in their business like Joseph believes in his. That's, That's what I concluded, Joseph.
1: Yeah, thank you, Kevin. It 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 does seem so such a simple such a simple model, but it makes all the difference. Over over the over the holidays or over weekends, I see emails and texts from my staff to clients and I go, That's the difference. That's the difference. We have a vested interest in the outcome of every client and that little extra effort at the right time makes a difference. I I was talking to a client the other day um, about uh, friendships, right? He wants to have friendships in his business and he was talking uh, a little bit about our relationship as well. And I said, you know what I think creates the best friendship long-term is me helping you be successful with your business. If we do that together, trust me, you're gonna always remember Joe had your back, Business GPS had your back, and we're always going to be friends. That's what matters to me. It's not being your friend in the moment to get a consulting payment paid this month, right? It's about the long-term success of your business. Yeah, yeah, no question about it. Let's get into our topic
0: today. It's a very interesting one. We've been covering quite a bit. In fact, I I have a recurring guest who's uh, vice president uh, of CBS, uh, Jeremy Murphy, a former vice president of CBS. Who uh, was on the show talking about Bob Iger's return to uh, Disney which shocked everyone. It was it was like where did that come from, uh, you know? And and it's interesting because Bob Iger is really um, recent history wise considered one of the most successful CEOs in Disney's history, and a big part of his success, you know, is think of all the entities that Disney owns. Um, I, it's Really mind-boggling when you think about it. Oh, ABC, check. Uh, ESPN, check. Uh, you just start going down the line. Uh, big part of Hulu, check. Uh, these guys own so much media. It's astonishing. It was through acquisitions that they did what they did. And uh, it's, it's interesting, this conversation about acquisitions, because in many respects, uh, more Demographically, it's like a perfect storm, right? You got more people who are age-wise wanting to move on. They want to go on and and, and do something else with their remaining years. Um, you got a kind of a harder-to-make-money environment in such a way that it is uh, it just be so much easier if I went away and did something else and was sitting on a, a nice pile of cash. Um, in that, meanwhile, means they're going to be more willing to negotiate for anyone who wants to acquire them. I mean, in some ways, it's like the perfect time.
1: I, I think you're exactly right. The The timing couldn't be better. And I, I don't know if people have ever tried to sell a business. I know a lot of business owners probably have looked at it. They keep it in the back of their mind. Hey, worst case, I'll sell, whatever. Then they know it's not easy to sell your business. It's a very inefficient marketplace, and you have to be delicate about it because you don't want to put a big sign out front of your store, uh, hey, I want to sell, then all of a sudden you lose customers. So mm-hmm. if you're a buyer, then you can take advantage of that. You can take advantage of what you just said. The demographics are such, plus with COVID, you know, people are reassessing their life, or it's been a more of a grind the last couple of years. My gosh, I'm tired of doing this for 20 years. The sellers are there. You don't necessarily see it, but mentally the owners are ready to move on, and that means what? It's a, to me, it's a buyer's market. And your example of Disney is, is, is spot on because most small business owners, Kevin, believe that they can't do acquisitions. That's just for the big guys, but it's not. Yeah. It Really, for small businesses out there, there's a lot of opportunity.
0: Absolutely, no question about it. And uh, did I mention it, ABC? I don't know if I mentioned ABC. That right. me. Yeah, I mean, this is far-reaching. How how um, many uh, many things uh, they own, and uh, that model that model has worked for them, no question about it. And so, and you raised another good point about how hard it is to sell a business. Over seventy percent of of small to mid-sized businesses are sold without a broker. That is mind boggling to me. You would not get a you know, the vast majority of people inspired it for sale by owner and all the other different companies out there for their uh, home real estate would never do it entirely on their own. There's no way they would do it. But they would let their ha their business that has generated the revenue for them to have a uh, you know a home, a nice home, what they want. They will allow that to be done by them with all the emotional connection involved, the lack of knowledge, or they'll make an even bigger mistake and hire a realtor who does business closings, uh, you know, business sales on the side, uh, but knows nothing about cash flow, uh, but only know about the value of properties when what you're really selling is the the revenue that can be generated, like a location. I mean, it's, it's bizarre how people even think about, Buying
1: and selling. It's it's hard to imagine that you're going to take your greatest financial asset, which is your business, and you're going to do it that way. And and we've talked a little bit about that before. I'm telling you, Kevin. Someday I'm going to get into that space and make it far more efficient. But what you said really is that it's a buyer's market, not a seller's market, because the sellers are not handling it correctly, which creates opportunities for who? The buyers. And there there are two things that buyers tend to miss, and uh, really three, which you touched upon a little bit, which is you can go – it's really about the emotional connection and trust. It's yep. not so much about the numbers, although that's important, but you're able to get straight to the business owner because he doesn't have a broker or somebody uh, as an intermediary. So as long as he trusts you – Then you can cut the right deal, but it's not necessarily about the numbers first and trust second. But here here are the the two mistakes. Number one, business owners don't realize that the SBA has out there a loan product that is meant for buying other businesses. They don't realize that there is capital out there that is set up for exactly this scenario. They think, well, how am I going to come up with the money? And then the conversation stops right there. That's 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 one. And by the way, the seller, if he trusts you, going back to that point, he'll be far more flexible on payment terms, even than you really, even than you could imagine. So that's that that's I, I think a very a very big point there. Two, what buyers don't recognize is the efficiencies that come with the acquisition, and by that I mean, okay, let's look at an acquisition. They're doing three million dollars and they're making $100,000 bottom line. Okay, well, uh, you know, that's $100,000. But when you look in the business, you go, well, I don't need two receptionists. I don't need two accounting offices. I don't need two of this. Mm -hmm. I don't need two of that. And all of a sudden, that $100,000 becomes $800,000 or a million dollars. So you're the perfect buyer. See, the seller is looking at it, just to do the, the math real quick, In that example, the seller's making $100,000. So the seller's thinking, okay, if I can get three or four times that, that's $300,000 or $400,000, then that's a good good price. But if you can get efficiencies out of it, and then you're making $800,000 off of that business, then guess what? You're really paying half a year's cash flow for that business. And you would do that all day long for as many acquisitions as you could find. And that, to me, nobody goes, you know, it's about knowing your numbers. Nobody really goes to that next level to say, okay, what kind of profit could I get out of that business if I put it on top of the business platform I already have? Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. Absolutely, and and uh, it, it's incredible. What you're doing is you're you're leveraging what you already have for what you're going to want to acquire. I mean, it makes it makes so much sense. And so, and, and again, I think I don't I don't know if I've ever seen a wiper time for doing this. And a lot of these businesses simply they're just exhausted. They keep going, but some of them just just close, essentially close. Because they don't know how to get a broker, they don't know how to get a deal going. They don't know it's what they don't know, and really don't even know how to find. After years of dealing with COVID and now inflation, uh, they are ripe for a rescue. A lot of these businesses could be acquired, and they don't even know they're ready to do it until you come knocking on their door. Uh, They could be acquired at a shockingly good deal. Um, you know, if if someone simply approached them.
1: They're, They're thinking, if only I could sell to somebody, if only I knew who I could sell to. That's what they're thinking. And then all of a sudden they get a phone call from Johnny saying, hey, I'm interested in buying your business. So really when you think about it, there's nothing to risk by picking up the phone, and having a conversation, a very honest conversation. Hey, I, I don't have a lot of capital to work with, but I really do like your business. I like how you've done it, and I'd like to see if we can do something. And if you made three of those calls, I, I'm sure you're going to find. I'm sure you're going to find somebody who's going to say, "Johnny, please come over this afternoon and let's sit down and talk about it."
0: Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love. Uh, you know, it's it's an exciting time. I think you, you know when you look. At the uh, history of some of the greatest and most important businesses in the United States, how many of them were birthed during the Great Depression? And how many of them were birthed during uh, the the late 70s and early 80s when we were dealing with recession, stagflation, inflation, you name it? Uh, People have a lot of doom and gloom right now, but this is really an incredible opportunity time.
1: Well, I, you know, we're also focused on running our business. But as we've talked about, the best opportunity to make money is during a time of of chaos. You want to be the buyer when other people are, are the sellers. And this, because of the demographic and the environment that we're in, which we've said a few times in this conversation, this is the best time to do it. And there's literally no risk, and you're able to, if there's ever a time to name your price or your terms, now's the time to do it. So why wouldn't you explore it? And it's just just one more thought there. The businesses that are small, that one, two, three million in revenue, they're the weakest. So if you're in that range, you need to hurry up and get out of that range quickly. You need to get to five or seven million to get a little bit more of a foundation. No quicker or better way, I would argue, to do that than to do this. It's only for the, you know, it's only going to help your business. So it's only going to protect your business if you have a little more size to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: I love this conversation, and we could go on for really hours about that. Um, you know, uh, again, I think some of the most important advice I could give to someone who's either thinking about buying or thinking about selling is uh, to talk to someone who brings, you know, a lot of knowledge and expertise. There are M and A guys out there. Some are great, some not so good. A lot of them who only see the real estate value, which means they don't get it. Uh, you know, if you got someone who, who is only into uh, real estate and, and they're trying to go on this as a side thing, you're gonna you're gonna get screwed. I'm sorry, they, because they don't understand the revenue side. But you need to talk to people who know about this, people who help close these deals uh, for both buyers and sellers, like business GPS LLC. I I mean, it's just as simple as that, in my opinion. And I'm not saying you exclusively. Do your homework. Look into other businesses. But get some objectivity. Get with someone who actually works in this space and, uh, you know, know how to approach these deals in ways that make sense. And so that's that's where I'm at on this. Final thoughts.
1: Well, I tell you, it's a, great, it's a great opportunity, and this is where creative thinking and being outside the box really makes a difference. Not only is there no risk in doing it, I, I would say it's probably the best thing that you can do for your business, one decision that goes a long way.
0: Yeah, I agree with that. I'm Kevin Price. This is the Price of Business. Stay tuned for more after this.